The following program contains views and opinions which are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody. What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflection. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but let's be honest, they finish better than the Cowboys do. Ouch! That hurt! The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Keep in mind that while the media was supposed to be the fourth estate, they have become agenda-driven, so they are no longer in a state at all. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because God said so, that's why. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. To the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen. I mean, we really, we really don't know what's going to happen, really. And uh, we don't care. But for the next few minutes... I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. Here's the question. How can I do better? I mean, sometimes I feel like I got to do better than this. Do you ever feel that way? Oh, yeah. I know you. I know. I know. Here's the bottom line. The bottom line is if you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we don't want it to die of loneliness. We want you to be able to reach out, have some place to go, some place of fellowship. We're not going to say a safe place because I don't even know what that means. There's no safe place on earth for Christians. Only in the hands of the Lord are we safe. Bottom line, though, is if you want to share praise reports, you can do it here. If you want to share prayer requests, you can do it here. If you want to share a recipe for homemade brownies, you can do it here and do it before I finish this monologue. Here are the opportunities that you have to engage with other brothers and sisters In the kingdom of God, from all different backgrounds, from all different walks of life, creatures and creatures and features from all different walks. Just think about that. People, different people from different places, still praying for you, loving you, and caring about you. Isn't that cool? Here's what you can do. You can reach out to us and call 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, you have this cool experience because you will be talking to 
Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a dynamite. Talking about Dynamite D, that's like finding a B sci fi movie that is awesome. You know what a B sci fi <laughs> Come on, that's is that kind of good? good? Yeah, like it's like some terrible movie. They're like, oh gosh, that was fun to watch. That's <laughs> just like talking about it. Dynamite D right there. Also, by the way, you can text us during the show. We like that too. 214 210 That's 214 210 Eight four eight three. Additionally, you can send an email to David at he must increase.org. I do get those emails. I know you're people thinking, no, you know, yes, I do. I get the emails. I can't read them all. Some of them are filled with things that you can't read at all on the air. Oh, 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 oh. We don't read those at all. But the bottom line is you can reach out to us, David at he must increase.org. We'll also send you up to the website a couple things to tell you again. Uh, yeah, I've been doing this crazy thing about pods. Have you noticed I've been doing this weird, uh, like adding this different pod? And this. Di- I've been going crazy on this. Just to let you know, we had thousands of downloads in uh, October. October, which was kind of cool. But uh, even with those downloads, they're not all givers. So it's like one of those things you just kind of process through. But we have yet even a new way for you to watch it on the on the website. If you go under radio, if you click on the very first box that says click here for the latest episodes, you'll see even a brand new uh a format for listening to it. And it's just because I want you guys to have full access, not just during the live show, but at different times. If you just want to feel encouraged or challenged or whatever, you can click on it and listen to it. It's kind of fun that way. So do that on the website. Plus, let's be honest, this is the 14th of November, 2022. So if we do a replay on this, you can't get mad at me because I just gave the date. Money is a wee bit tough, and I ain't going to say it any other way than we could use some help. Please check it all out on hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. Yeah, that was kind of short. You know, that's like somebody on a slip and slide that's frozen, but they're doing it on a bicycle. At nighttime. At nighttime. That's where the thump comes in, right there, into the ground or into a tree. Here is uh, the bottom line. We're going to open up with That's for three times I've said the bottom line. I've been counting how many times I say the bottom line. That's four. And here's the bottom line. That's five. Okay. Uh, we're going to pray, and we're going to pray for the audience. And guess what? In this prayer, I'm going to be praying a little bit for me, if that's okay. Uh, I think it'll be okay. Uh, I do. I would petition and ask you to be praying for my wife, Noelle, who's going through. She loves her job. <laughs> she loves being the floral manager at the place she's the floral manager at. That's Tom Thumb. Uh, in Lakeview, uh, and and I'm just saying she loves it. She's it's on Lakeview Parkway, in in in, in Rowlett, and she loves it. But the corporate side of things is starting to get heavy for her. See, one thing she just did a wedding, and they said, I mean, this is the compliment she got from the from the mother of the of the bride. Here, ready? Outside of the bride and groom, everybody was talking about the flowers. That's a pretty good compliment, right? 
but the the corporate side of things is getting heavy. So my wife needs prayer, and I'd appreciate it if you pray for her. Plus for me, too, because um, even though I'm a doctor, I have no patience. And so I'm going to pray for the audience so we all have patience. Let's do it. Father, we come before you right now. We thank you and praise you. You are awesome. Your timing is perfect. Ours is not. Your methods are perfect. Ours are not. But you look out for us. You watch over us. You protect us. You don't let us go ahead of things or too far behind things, Lord. You try to teach us to be patient. And Lord, I know we are supposed to be patient. It's one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. But sometimes it gets the best of me, and sometimes it gets the best of the people in the audience And our patience gets thin. So strengthen our character and our resolve to reflect Jesus Christ, who was the most patient person that ever walked this planet. Give us that ability to tap into that. Help us to be patient in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okie dokie artichokies from Muskogee. Let's get ready for this teaching. And this is, oh, I love First Peter. I love this teaching that we're doing in First Peter. I'm just telling you, just telling you. And I'm uh, letting Dynamite D know ahead of time. Probably going a minute or two long because this portion right here is just like incredible. We'll pick it up from 1 Peter. We're at chapter 4. We're at verse 10. And I'm picking it up right at that point where we finished off last time. It says, each of us should use whatever gift we have received to serve one another. Here it is, verse 11. If anyone speaks, he should speak as one conveying the words of God. If anyone serves, he should sh- he should serve with the strength that God supplies. Let me explain something to you that will fly in the face of the world. Get ready. Get ready. There are people in different religions and different political pundits who claim they are Christians who say they don't speak for God. Here comes a substantial dose of reality. The Bible says that we are all spokespeople for God. When they say, well, I don't speak for God, well, that's a big problem because, if, first of all, if you're not sharing the gospel message, then you're not speaking for God. That's number one. And then number two, listen to this, number two, you are a spokesperson for God, both in the gospel proclamation and the communication of his desire and his will and his purposes and his truth. You are a spokesperson. So when somebody says to you, well, you don't speak for God, it's like, eh, wrong answer. Yes, I do. And it's like, what? How can you say that? Oh, I'll show you how. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 11. If anyone speaks, he should speak as one conveying the words of God. Right there in the word. Right there. Bible, Bible, Bible. And what they're like, well, no, 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 no. You can't speak for God. That's absolutely incorrect. Those religious and political pundits who claim they're Christians and that they claim they don't speak for God, the dose of reality is Bible says they're all wrong. We're supposed to speak as one that speaks the very words of God and serve people the very way that God gives us the strength to serve people. They're 100% wrong. You are 
a spokesperson for God. Oh, yes, you are. That preacher gets up there and preaches on Sunday morning in that pulpit, and he speaks the word of God to you, and you hear the word of God, and it moves into your system. He is speaking for God. You take that same thing and you share that with a friend. You are speaking for God. That's exactly what you're doing. When you tell people if you don't repent and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're going to split hell wide open. You are speaking for God. It's exactly what you do. You think, well, how do I get it? How do I know it's, I'm going to say the right thing? Genesis 1-1 to Revelation 22-21. That's your plumb line. There you go. What? You mean that that book matters? God created the universe. The dude can write a book. Come on. This is, I mean, that argument at this point is like ridiculous. And so yeah, you get into this stuff and you think, wow, you're trying to tell me that, the, that you're a spokesperson for God. Yes. And if I'm not, then he's mad because he has, listen to this, he has committed to us, oh, I can't wait to get to 2 Corinthians, he has committed to us the message of reconciliation between God and man. You betcha. I sure do. And you think, wow, that's really, that's really bold. There's a lot of uh, audacity there. Nope, there's obedience. There's a big difference between audacity and obedience. And God says, go speak for me. Go tell them. Go tell them what I have done. Isn't that, that's just like, it's like exact opposite of the world. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, exactly. Now nah, you're getting it. Now nah, you're catching on. Woo-hoo, that plane just flew over your head and you could see it was a mail plane. All right, here we go. We're going to take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at year-end indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can, right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? Jonathan and David were closely knit, 
And David made a commitment to Jonathan. And Jonathan said, I don't I want you to make sure you're not gonna take any kind of wrath or any kind of vengeance on my kids, on my family, on my uh people. And David made that commitment. What I want you to get in Second Samuel chapter four, verse four, is that Mephibosheth is an offspring of Jonathan, and he was crippled or he was lame. He couldn't walk properly. He couldn't, you know, function properly. He was at a tremendous disadvantage. And I remember when the preacher in North Phoenix Baptist Church looked at his audience. And just to give you an idea how big this church was, it, it, the, the auditorium seated like about 5,000. So it's like huge, right? And he looked at, he looks around at everybody. And then he says this. He said, you are Mephibosheth. And I was thinking, what? <laughs> what? And he goes, you. And he, you know, I'm thinking in my mind, but he's just he's preaching. And he's a, oh, was he just one of the best preachers? You are Mephibosheth. You are lame and unable to walk without help. <laughs> Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770. Oh, you just have to love KAAMMMMMMMM. How do you not like KAAM? I mean, it's got it's got everything you want. It's got conservative. It's got a little more kind of middle of the ground. It's got live. It's got tremendous classic teachers. It's got upfront new teachers. And it's got our live show. That just, that tells you how brave Don Crawford really is. He's a, he's a brave man. That's all I'm going to say. To do this show and to let us do this show. I mean, it's going to be, what, four years in March. I mean, that's a lot of bravery. All right. We do have somebody calling in, and uh, we want to give them an opportunity to share. So let's do that. Let's uh, send them through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, David. This is Al. Hi, Al. How are you, brother? I'm doing good. Doing good. I'm glad hey, to hear that. I wanted to call in and give a couple of praise reports if I could. Absolutely. Y'all been, been praying for my wife, and I just want to tell you I really appreciate it. And The good news is she's she's been out of the hospital and out of rehab for about three or four weeks now. She started back to work today, and so she's doing really well. And so I just wanted to praise God for that because... I did not see this coming. Yeah. So I, I did not know what this was going to hold. And so uh, I want to praise Jesus for that. And then uh, last night I got a call. Uh, my 83-year-old mother uh, had to be rushed to the hospital and uh, had to have emergency surgery on a hole in her stomach. And so they were able to uh, repair that and patch that up. And she's... Uh, and uh, right, right now she's in ICU, but she's doing well. I just left the hospital, and she seems to be in good spirits. She's got a rough uh, road ahead of her. She's got, got she's got to go five days without any food or water. Uh, so this uh, patch that they put over this hole in her stomach can can heal up. And so 
she but but she should be okay. And so I just wanted to praise Jesus for both of those. Amen, just, brother. Amen. Just, that is just, just tell the audience thank you for praying and prayer does work and God is good. Let me pray over you real quickly, and then before I do, I'm gonna give you a chance for a little redemption just for the fun of it. Uh just real quickly. Peter or Paul, who wrote more in the New Testament, Peter or Paul? You know, you put me on the spot like this, and now I'm, I'm like, okay, okay, wait a minute. Uh, I'm going to go with Paul. That is correct, Linda! <laughs> you have been redeemed from the Peter experience. I just wanted to get that done right there. All right, let's pray. I just want to give a prayer of thanksgiving, and I want you just to be a part of it, okay? Because that's great testimonies. Great, great, wonderful. Let's pray. Father, we come before you right now. I lift on my brother out to you. We thank you and praise you for our brother and for the things that you are doing in Lori's life and in his life. And it's not like it's over, but there's good news and there's steps being taken and there's growth taking place and there's there's just things manifesting that, that probably Al didn't even anticipate seeing. And yet here you are, Lord, doing miracle after miracle. And we thank you also for the graciousness that you poured on saving his mom and saving that whole situation and pray for quick healing in that scenario. Even though uh, that road's going to be tough, we pray it would be less tough because you would put your healing balm into her life. We ask for grace for her and grace for Al that he wouldn't be uh, fearful or anything like that. And we give you praise and we give you thanksgiving for the goodness that you've poured out on your kids. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you, sir. You, know, you got it, brother. All it's right. great to hear that news, and we will not stop praying for you, okay? I appreciate it. Thank you. You got it. God bless you. Y'all have a great day. All right. All right. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Excellent, excellent job in sharing the testimony. Very, 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 very encouraging. We're going to do our DNA. We're going to skip the trivia. Just bear with me. Just bear with me. We're going to still do our DNA because I have learned something about DNA. The most amazing thing that I've learned about DNA is that it is applicable every day. <laughs> so applicable. So we're just going to do it. Then I'm going to do the rest of my teaching. Just hang in there, and then we'll do uh, some special uh uh, trivia's after that. That was not planned. Most of our show's not planned. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't care. Uh, but let's do our DNA. DNA is what we're built of, so to speak, our building blocks of what we are and so on and so forth. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. Every day you spend time with the Lord. Do you know when he's going to do what he's going to do? No. But if you are prepared and aware when it comes, you will be able to see. And that's a big thing. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. That's going to be the big thing the church has to learn. Never be ashamed of what Jesus had to say had to say ever because his word is alive and will endure longer than the earth. So don't let the world try and shame you. And then A, always be ready to serve, to serve which means that your heart touches other people because your heart's not so self-centered. It's other people-centered so that you can be a part of their experience. Now, Al just shared a praise report. Every person who prayed for Lori and for Al had shares in that praise report. That's what it's about. That's what the Christian fellowship is about. That's what fellowship, two people in the same boat, that's what it's all about right there. Let me finish off on this teaching because I only got about three and a half minutes, but this part's really good, and I don't want to miss it. Here we go on the rest of this text. Remember, if anyone speaks, he should speak as one conveying the words of God. If anyone serves, he should serve with the strength that God supplies. Get, get this, get this. 
so that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. Ta-da! You looking for an answer? What's my purpose in life? Ta-da! That in all things, it doesn't say that in all things the world may think that you're a terrific Christian. It doesn't say that. It would never say that. The ultimate purpose is that God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, not that people might like you or approve of you. What people think of us and us caring about that, I hate to say this, is ego-driven. Yikes, yikes. That's terrible, right? But it's true. What God thinks of us is eternity-driven. So we need to be driven the right way and in the right direction. And everything we do and everything we say and everything we encounter, there has to be this in there. You have to squeeze this in here, right, so that we understand it properly. In all things, God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. Somehow in the picture of our mind, we think, in all things that work together for good, it's so that we can smile and be happy. Eh, wrong. It's in all things that God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. That, my folks, you ever heard of the expression? That is the end game. The end game, the end of this is that God is glorified through Jesus Christ. Do you know why all things work together for good to them that love God, to them that are called according to his purpose? Because it brings glory to his name. It doesn't put money in your pocket. It honors God. And when we're all said and done and the whole economic system of the world is shelved, and it will be, it will all come down to acknowledging the one who has given his love and grace and mercy to us when we were undeserved of it. That's the end game. That's why all things work together for good. That's why you can be thankful all the time. That God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. Just let that sink in for a second. That's the purpose of it all. It's not to make you smile, not to make you happy. It's to give honor where honor is due and praise where praise is due. Ooh, that's so good, right? That's just like so good. All right, take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break, top of the hour. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Can't stand the skill, can't stand the shame. What is the David Spoon experience? Verse 24 in Mark 5, it says Jesus went with them. Sometimes Jesus went there. Sometimes Jesus just spoke the word. Sometimes Jesus went there. It's all. It happens in all different ways. I did read this ridiculous thing from this one person who said, you know, Jesus, you know, healed, you know, every single person uh, in the entire uh, community and didn't charge anybody any money. This was, it was, they were trying to make a political argument. And the fact of the matter is he only healed one guy at the, at the pool of Bethsaida. And that was actually a hospital. 
was like, what? What do you guys read this stuff? Is this read this? So this is where you pull back from those kind of things and you go, can we just keep it on track with the truth? It's just easier if you just tell the truth and keep it the way it is and not try and make it fit some kind of narrative. Here's this narrative issued by Scripture itself. Jesus tells Jairus, don't, don't, ignore what these people are saying. Don't be afraid. Take a stand. Now, I want you to, I'm going to read verse 37. You got to catch what Jesus does. Amazing. He did not let anyone follow him in except for Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they came to the home of the synagogue leader, Jairus, uh, Jesus saw the commotion with people crying and wailing loudly. He went in and said to them, why is all this commotion? Why all this wailing? The child's not dead but asleep. But they laughed at him. And he put them all out and took the child's father and mother and the disciples who were with him and went in where the child was. He took her by the hand and said, Talitha Kaum, Talitha Kaum. And that means, little girl, I say unto you, get up. Immediately the girl stood up and began to walk around. She was 12 years old. Remember the woman of the issue of the blood was 12 years of the issue of the blood. At this, they were completely astonished. He gave strict orders. Not to let anyone know about this, and he told them to give her something to eat. Jesus was still ministering to this little girl, even though she was physically raised from the dead. He wanted to make sure she was taken care of. That's how Jesus is, okay? But what I want you to get is Jesus and the disciples and the parents, so they're all there, right? Because you got the parents there as well, right? And everybody's going, she's dead, she's dead, she's dead. And they're making fun of Jesus. What did Jesus do? Kicked them out. You know, for everybody that thinks that everything Jesus did was pull a flower out of his sleeve uh, like a magician and just smiled and, uh, and gave everybody an air high five, that's not how it went. Okay? They laughed at Jesus, and he put them all out. He took the child's father and mother and disciples and went with them. What did he do? He cleared the air. 770 KAAM, Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.